0: There's a new kid in town, and I'm talking about awards. You don't know who I'm talking about? Well, stay tuned. So, to those DJs that think you're the greatest, just stop looking, listen, cause you haven't heard the This is IS23 coming back again with another podcast. It's been uh, a while, but unfortunately, my co host, Psychis, uh, is uh, resorted to playing video games, and he, uh, left dance music uh, behind, so I'm on my own. Nevertheless, uh, I'm back uh, here with you guys to chat about what's going on and uh, I think one of the most important developments in the last uh, months or so is uh, there's a new kid in town and I'm talking about music awards. So we all know about the DJ Top 100 Awards that's uh, happening next month uh, in uh, Amsterdam they're not news anymore. They've been uh, around for quite a while. I'm afraid there's been quite a lot of controversy. If you remember our, f- our first podcast last year, very first episode was discussing about the DJ Mag Top 100 Awards and the controversy. I'm finding them um, myself uh, that it revolves about uh, around the Dutch Mafia that has taken over uh, the EDM scene at large. And from that point of view, uh, I find quite Unsatisfactory that it always revolves around the same people. It's uh, Hardwell versus uh, uh, Martin Garrix versus Don Diablo versus Armin Van Buren with some Dimitri Vegas just trying to sneak in in between. So if this is uh, your sort of thing, and definitely I'm not teaching these artists because I've been dancing, you know, when they play live myself throughout summer then that's great. You, you can probably watch them live. However, there's been a development, as I said, and um, peculiarly this has to do with Paul Oakenfold. So somehow Paul Oakenfold, uh, who I don't know if he's trying to make a comeback, has organized or co-organized the Electronic Music Awards. And this is very interesting because it's an you know, Electronic Dance Music Awards that uh, took place, well, last week, the week, just passed on Tuesday, on the 21st of September in Los Angeles. So this was the inaugural year for them, 2017, and I must say this looks like a more satisfactory awards altogether uh, than the DJ Top 100. The reason I'm saying that is that there's a lot of variety and there's many music genres that are covered by it when you compare this to the Top 100 Music Awards from uh, DJ Mag. So I'm just gonna make a review. Uh, I caught up the very um, end of it. I must say because it was um, broadcasted live via Twitter. Very interestingly, uh, not via YouTube. And it wasn't. Although I was aware of it, it wasn't um, very well publicized. It had only eight thousand followers in uh, on Twitter. Not that it means anything, of course. And uh, also the time difference, as I'm based in the UK, um, prohibited me from uh, staying up late. However, I did, uh, as I said, caught the end of it. And uh, I also saw some uh, video clips of uh, the nominations. So I think the whole awards was a refreshing getaway from the um, the DJ Top 100, which is mainly a popularity award. Just to discuss, I think there's merits in both the DJ Top 100 and this new one, the Electronic Music Awards. The merit of the DJ Top 100 is that um, the DJs are voted by the public and therefore you may say that they actually reflect what the public wants or what the public likes and therefore it's very representative. Uh, However, on the downside of that, obviously, somebody who's very popular, not necessarily a good quality DJ, will be um, number one. We've seen this in the past, and I'm sure this will happen again in this year, but my prediction is either Hardware or Martin Garrick's being number one. With uh, Electronic Music Awards, this is mostly a journalist, a journalist nomination award, so it is based on industry or uh, a journalist, and therefore from that point of view you may say that uh, it may not reflect reality or it may have some favouritism there may be some backhanders and who knows what else. However, when I uh, looked at the nominations and uh, who won them, I must say that I'm quite pleased with the quality that they represented. Therefore, I'm just going to go through them with you, just uh, for you to get an idea. So you had uh, 12 categories all together. I'm just going to run through them uh, very quickly. One was DJ of the Year, Producer of the Year, Live Act, New Artist, Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Single of the Year, Radio Show of the Year, Festival of the Year, Club of the Year and Lifetime Achievement Award and Innovation Award. I'm a little bit confused about the Record of the Year and the Single of the Year. I think it probably has to do with uh, the single being either released um, like um, in a major label or being very popular with the record of the year of being more of an underground release. Perhaps this is what they try to say to that, but it's a little bit confusing. Also, I like the fact that they have a Lifetime Achievement Award and an Innovation Award, which uh, uh, the winners were predictable, in effect, and uh, there were no uh, nominations as such. So I'm just going to go through the categories uh, themselves. With regards to Innovation Award, it was Juan Atkins, uh, one of the three people who uh, started uh, techno music back in Detroit. He's part of the Belleville Three, as they know now when they joined up with uh, um, Kevin Saunderson and Derek May. Uh, they're playing around uh, at the moment uh, as uh, three. Uh, Juan Atkins is actually the innovator, is the one that started it. All the other two guys just uh, copied him in effect. And therefore, uh, when credit is due, credit has to be given. There's no doubt that uh, he's, uh, he was an innovator, probably not anymore. However, his contribution is there, um, to be remembered forever. Lifetime achievement award, it was given to Moby. I'm not quite sure about that. And uh, yes he's uh, done a couple of uh, fantastic tunes back in 1991 but then he went all weird and indie and rock and whatever so what was his uh, achievement i'm not quite sure if anybody would like to discuss this i'm uh, open to uh, comments and uh, flamings now to get to the nitty-gritty Uh, We have the club of the year and the nominees were Bergen in uh, Berlin, this infamous club where you just can't get in if uh, you're not lucky. DC 10 in Ibiza, Elro in Barcelona, Fabric in London, Omnia and Texas. these are two different ones in Las Vegas, uh, Output in New York and XOYO in London. I've only been to a couple of those, I must say. I wouldn't go for Omni, I don't know why it's there, but there you go. I guess it uh, features a lot of uh, EDM DJs. And the winner is Output in uh, New York. I don't know if anybody has been there, but uh, probably you need to check it out now. Although everybody is down to getting the Bear Game, so there you go. Moving on, we have Festival of the Year. That's quite important, I think. So, Nominees are Electric Daisy Carnival, in its various incarnations around the globe. Tomorrowland, Electric Forest, Movement in Detroit and Lightning in a Bottle in California. I've never heard of the latter, but uh, that's because I'm European and I'm sure the American listeners have heard of it. And the winner there was uh, EDC. I'm very happy about that because I believe it's the best festival in the universe and if you haven't been there then you haven't seen anything. I'm talking about the Las Vegas Incarnation, I haven't been to the other ones. But there's some interesting ones there as well as uh, Movement in Detroit, I would love to go there. I don't know about next year, because I have a feeling it coincides with EDC Las Vegas. And Lightning in the Bottle, California is too far away, but uh, gosh, I wish I was there. And Electric Forest, of course, so all of them good uh, qualifiers again all whole Moving on, we have a Radio Show of the Year in the Wind. Any nominations, as far as I know, and there were two votes. Deeper and Friends have Pitong in Radio One. Pitong, where it's been a staple for countless of years. And Deeper and Friends, I guess so. I Haven't heard any of the shows recently, but uh, you know, it's a solid, uh, it's a solid uh, artist. It's been going on for quite a while. And now we're coming to the most important stuff. So first of all, we have uh, single of the year and as i said it was a bit confusing because they had record of the year as well but let's go to the single of the year and it looks like the mostly 2016 big songs or singles so nominations were skrillex with uh, purple Labor guinea you know um, this was featured in uh, that movie that i can't remember now and I haven't uh, even watched it, sorry for this. Major Laser, future da- Justin Bieber and Mew, Cold Water. We all know this one. Chainsmokers Closer, there you go, 2016. DJ Snake with uh, Justin Bieber again, let me love you, what's going on with Justin Bieber? Porter Robinson and Madion Shelter, that's a 2016 release, so I don't know why it's there. Martin Garrix with Dua Lipa, scared to be lonely for God's sake, why is this there? I guess um, it's well. Uh, and the winner, uh, that was a drumroll. Major Laser Cold Water. Well, it's a solid tune, nobody can uh, say anything about that. Uh, and let's go to the next one, so Album of the Year, that, that's quite interesting. As we know, uh, an album is a really difficult entity in dance music and that's uh, because, that's because uh, who listens to albums anymore, I mean, nobody is actually buying any albums, are they? So what's the concept of album in 2017, I don't know. Unless you have a concept behind it. Anyway, so, Justice uh, Woman 2016, The Chainsmokers, Memories Do Not Open, we reviewed this in a previous podcast, Kashmir, Cat 9, Tycho, Epoch, I haven't listened to that one, Bonobo, Migration, I haven't listened to that one, must do, Gorillas, Humans, well that's more pop or rock or maybe not uh, dance music, but there again this was electronic music rewards. And the winner was Bonobo Migration, so this is on my to listen list. So the next one is Record of the Year, as I said, this is where it gets confusing. We have some more interesting tunes here, so we have uh, Kidnap Kid and Lane 8. Abbe, uh, Kirsch, Todd Terrier, and uh, the four Ted Remix. This is, was in one of my uh, monthly playlists back in April, I think. Lapsley, Operator, DJ Causer remix, and Rufus De Soul, Inner Bloom Sasha remix. And the winner there was Rufus Inner Bloom, sorry, Rufus De Soul. it is. Inner Bloom, Sasha Remix. Yeah, so Rufus dissolve Yeah, what a, what a solid tune, what a solid choice. So this is what I'm talking about. This is the difference with the DJ um, Top 100 uh, Awards. Coming up, we have uh, the New Artist of the Year. And, and I don't think many of these are very new artists, but uh, again, these being inaugural awards, I guess they had to cover some time. So we have Alison in Wonderland, Kung's Marshmallow. Muramasa, Rez and San Holo and the winner there was Alison in Wonderland. I wonder why, where you have Rez where she just delivered a fantastic album that I wish I would review in time or maybe still review in a future podcast episode. So what did Alison in Wonderland do? I have no clue. Coming to the very important ones, uh, we have Live Act of the Year. So here we have Bob Moses. Uh, Bonobo, Eric Pritz, Flume, Porter Robinson and Madion, and Rufus D'Soull. This is where I've heard a couple of interesting terms such as Indie Electronica, uh, as well as uh, Operatic Rave, there you go. And the winner there was Rufus D'Soull, whoever has seen those uh, dudes, yeah, they must be good, I haven't seen them yet. The penultimate category. Uh, was the producer of the year, and here we have very interesting choices or nominees as well. So we have Kashmir Kat, Hot Sins since 82, Odesha, Sasha and the Chainsmokers, for obvious reasons. And the winner for this one is Rumroll Kashmir Cat, yeah, great choice again, that's what I mean. And finally, we're coming to the most important category, I guess, uh, which is DJ of the Year. So we have uh, A Track with his full gold label, one of the favorites. Black Madonna, uh, the Chicago uh, girl who's very popular in uh, the UK and Europe. Claude Van Stroke, Diplo, and Eric Pritz. And the winner is again, Eric Pritz. So no surprises there. I would uh, want to uh, concur with this uh, choice. So, there you go. I mean, that was interesting, wasn't it? It's not uh, Martin Garrix versus uh, Dimitri Vegas versus Hardware versus Armin Van Buren versus Don Diablo uh, versus uh, these other Oliver Heldens, which I can't stand. Sorry, guys. More diversity there. A lot of American acts, obviously, because this is in the other side of the Atlantic. Paul O'Connor being involved there. Don't know what's the deal behind it, but this is something to watch and I didn't have time to investigate for this one. And this is... Uh, The end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and you stay tuned for further episodes. We are all over the social media. You can listen to all the past episodes on YouTube if you uh, search for Freak Beats EDM Podcast. You can listen on iTunes on the most recent episodes. We're not on Google Play yet and uh, you can listen to most of the podcast apps out there. So if you enjoyed this, uh, I hope you subscribe so you, um, you don't miss the future episodes. And if you think that any of your friends... Would want to listen to uh, this, uh, by all means, uh, share it with them. As always, uh, we are remaining independent. We're not uh, a we're not a big uh, company that uh, you know depends on uh, funding from uh, the press. So, for example, when I look at the Dancing Astronaut website, it says uh, about the article about uh, the Electronic Music Awards. It was saying. The impressive area of acts, including new and old electronic mainstays, bringing forth Moby, Orbital, Illenium, Autograph, Goldfish, Kidnap Kid, Floor Plan Live, Mado, Ramzoid. Did you get the mistake there? Floor Plan Live is not it's not really a name of the act, is it? It's Floor Plan. This is Robert Hood. You see, this is what happens when you just uh, copy from press releases and you actually don't know what you're talking about. So Floor Plan is the uh, act. Live is the... Uh, what happens when you play live, because otherwise it would be Lenium live and it would be Mobi live and not just Float Plan live, if that makes sense. So there you go. We're dependent. We know what we're talking about and we're passionate about this music and we want to continue. Uh, We've been listening for the past uh, 29 years or so or even 30 years and and I'm going to continue listening to it because it's my passion and it's in my blood. So signing out. Peace.